Welcome to the Minion Talks with Desi Schneider again. One more segment, one more episode of the Minion Talks. And I'm thrilled to be able to share that which I believe the Lord has been impressing on my heart that I have been thinking on, that I have been meditating upon. And it is think on, think on these things, think on these things. We live in a world where everything has been communicating to us that our joy, our happy moment, our thrill is circumstantially based. That we have to have our little duckies in a row in circumstance, in life events to be able to have a satisfied, fulfilled, happy life. And really that is the way of the world. The way of the world is earn more to be able to have more. Therefore, to many that has equated in their understanding to happy. Until you come to the moment where you have the more, you have earned the more, and still happy is ever eluding us. And so in Christ, now we have another reality, a higher reality. That the joy of the Lord is truly our salvation that is found in Christ within us. That the joy of the Lord is that which makes us happy. That the happy moment in our life is a moment that we think on these things that Paul tells us to think on in the book of Philippians. The noble things, the things that are of good report. And it's these things that we think on that are really bringing forth a shift of perception, a shift of understanding to realize that we already have it all. We already in Christ have a fulfillment, a completion that is of him and not of us. And truly, this completion, this satisfaction that everyone is looking for can only be found in Christ. Let's go to Corinthians, the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul writes in verse 18, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, this is what, what is written. This is what God has said. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. To save those who believe. And in verse 24, Paul writes, But to those who are called both Jew and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. God knows what brings a thrill to the human heart. God knows what, how he has made us and what man is made of. That the very essence 
to one's understanding is life. Meaning all of us desire more life, more fulfilled life, more satisfied life, more life, more life in our life, more zeal in our walk, more passion in our step. And to many in the world, to the wise in the world, that looks like the accumulation of more stuff. It looks like a circumstantial-based happiness. It looks like a vanity that is ever-perishing. And so to be able to be satisfied in the world, it is an impossibility. It's an impossibility. All satisfaction, wisdom, life is only found in the message preached. In the message preached is producing a thought that we're to think on. It is the message of the cross. Is that Christ died for us to give us life. And that life more abundant. The Zoe, the eternal kind of life, a satisfied life, an ever-flowing, never-ebbing life. Life that goes from glory to glory, life that is ever-increasing in the revelation of pure joy and delight. Life that is from above, life that never dies, life that does not perish. And so that which we think on, is really of utmost essence to the human heart and the human mind. That which you fill your mind with, that which you ponder, that which you meditate upon, is really determining a walk of sorrow or a walk of joy. And really, you, at the end of the day, hold the key to that. You hold the key to the happy in your life by what you think on, by that which you meditate. And so we're seeing, God is saying, that the way of the world is coming to naught. All the psychology, all the psychiatry, everything that man's wisdom communicates that makes us happy is a vanity. It comes to naught. But that which is Eternal, that which is of value, that which is of eternal essence, is the word of God that abides forever. The message of the cross, that Jesus, God himself, took on flesh, became a man, and walked in the midst of us, and died for our salvation. So we can now have a reality that is from above, that with his rising from the grave, we have been brought into a brand new expression of divine, divine life, eternal reality of joy. Paul writes here in chapter 4 in verse 6, in light of this salvation, this so great a salvation, we are to rejoice. We are to be the happiest ever, the most joyful people, the ones with the biggest smile, not a put on smile, but a, a reality of God's smile towards us that makes us smile in return. A reality of a completion, a full redemption. 
Balaon. And so we're to rejoice and we're to be anxious for nothing, nothing, zero anxiousness, zero stress today, zero, zero, nothing to trouble our mind. What kind of a revelation does one have to walk in to be above the fray of the sorrow and the doom and the gloom that's found in the world? <laughs> The Christ life alone can produce this. The Christ life alone and is dependent on that which you think on. Whether you walk in the fullness of it or whether you shrink back from it. And so Paul in verse 8, chapter 4, Philippians writes, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, anything good, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think on these things. Think on. Put the think on. Put, put the meditation on. Think on these things. In verse 9, Nine, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be. The God of peace will be, will be with you. Let's go to the book of John in chapter 15, the words of Jesus. In verse 5, he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, let your thoughts abide in him today. Let your thinking be on him today. Let him be the praiseworthy one that you think on. Let him be the one of a good report that you think on. Let him be, be the one that fills your life and your thoughts. Be Christ alone. And this is how we're found abiding in him. Because where our mind is stayed on, we determine the state of our heart. And when we stay our mind on him, then great peace resides within us. Great peace ministers to our mind. Great peace and joy thrills our heart. And so Jesus says, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And this is truly the wisdom of God. Without him in your life, you can do nothing. You cannot be happy. You cannot have a satisfied life. You cannot have a complete moment of a thrill. There will always be an overshadowing of what if. Maybe not now. It how it was over there, that was good, but not anymore. But God says he knows the plans he has for us, and they are good plans. So the goodness of God was not back there. It is here now. It is here now and ever growing, ever increasing for us 
because we are now where found before him in him and that's why i love ephesians chapter one i often read this in verse three paul writes blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ because now we are found in those places we are found in the far above place in Christ we are in him bearing much fruit for the kingdom and where we are in him there is an abundance of blessing there is no lack there there is no diminishing of joy there there is an ever-growing thrill there because in verse 4 Paul says we have been chosen by him to be ever before him in his love to be fully accepted in his love to be fully part of the beloved kingdom of our heavenly father that is in Christ in Christ and in verse 7 Paul continues in him the one that we're in the one where this great blessing is found in the one that we are to think on in him we have redemption riddance of every evil we have been fully rid of the dread fully rid of the wickedness of the world fully rid from every snare to entrap us and to hold us down in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins you are forgiven you are fully redeemed according to the riches of his grace which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence the wisdom of the world is coming to naught God has frustrated that there's much frustration in the wisdom of the world but the wisdom of God has been freely given to us with all blessing in the spiritual places where we are found in him in this mighty grace in verse 9 having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself you see we are found in the purposes of god and that is full deliverance of dread that is what full satisfaction looks like not a longing to be found in him not a longing to be found in greater life but a knowing that we already are in him in life fully satisfied fully completed in this finished work of salvation so that we now can think on these glorious truths so we can now think on these moments of divine reality that we are now partakers of so that our joy be full so that our happy moment never ends isn't that amazing this divine reality that we are part of think on it today it is not circumstantially based but it's thought based 
It is what you think on. And so today, think on how good your life is. Your life in Christ. Think how good your heavenly Father is to have placed you in that heavenly place where every blessing has been given to you. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and joining me again on this Dominion Talks with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.